0: Freedom is not a gift bestowed upon us by other men, but a right that belongs to us by the laws of God and nature. Benjamin Franklin. You're now listening to Carolina Conservatives. Thank you for tuning in to Carolina Conservative, formerly known as the Matt Gore podcast, where we will explore the current political environment in America with a focus on North Carolina. Now let's get to the show. Who do you trust? Putin? Biden? The media who has lied to us for six straight years about Russian collusion, Ukrainian collusion, COVID 19, BLM and Antifa peaceful protests, the January 6th insurrection, and Canadian terrorist truckers. I think Matt Walsh said it best when he said, I don't trust the media. I don't trust our political leaders. I don't trust foreign governments. I don't trust my own government. I don't trust the mob. I trust almost no one at this point, and that's not because I want to be this way. It's because I've been paying attention. I think that's pretty spot on. Is there a war going on in Ukraine right now? Yes. Why is it going on? I don't know, and I don't know who to believe. The media and the establishment politicians tell us this is all about Russian aggression. Vladimir Putin wants to reestablish the Soviet Union or or the Russian Empire. He may even have a brain tumor that is affecting his judgment. Now the conspiracy theorists and the QAnon types, they tell us that either there's there's no war going on and it's all fake videos and pictures, crisis actors, etc. Or they tell us that Vladimir Putin is a hero. He is denazifying the Ukraine. He's cleaning up the corrupt Ukrainian leadership. Now, is Ukraine corrupt? Probably so. But guess what? So is Russia, so is Germany, so is France, so is the United Kingdom, and so is the United States. What none of these sources tell us is some of the background that led up to this. When the Soviet Union broke up and Ukraine became an independent nation, Ukraine had the third most nuclear weapons in the world. The West, along with Russia, convinced Ukraine, give up your weapons. We promise, in exchange for this, we'll protect you. Well, they were wrong to trust us, and we were wrong to disarm them. NATO was formed during the Cold War to protect the West from Russia. Well, NATO wanted Ukraine to join. Ukraine wanted to join NATO. Russia made it very clear that they were not okay with another NATO nation bordering Russia with the potential of NATO troops being stationed at NATO bases, again, on the Russian border. Putin made it very clear he would act if they kept negotiating to become a NATO member. The truth is that we all know that this would not have happened if Trump was still president. Peace through strength is a real thing. The Biden administration has been operating from a position of weakness since day one by ending our energy independence and forcing us to rely on buying oil from Russia. Build back better. Biden also showed how weak we are under his leadership with our unbelievably pathetic withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now, I hope that all those 81 million people who voted in the most free and fair elections ever held, well, I hope they're happy. I hope that they sleep well at night knowing that they put a man in charge of the free world who shouldn't even be in charge of picking what flavor jello he has for his early bird dinner. Like I said, build back better. What I'm about to say is not anti-Trump, so please hear me out. I hesitantly voted for Trump in 2016, but I proudly supported him and voted for him in 2020. He proved me wrong. He put America first. He was building the wall. He destroyed ISIS. He kicked ass and took names on an international level. Gas was cheap and the stock market was up. Then COVID-19 was unleashed upon him and his presidency. The problem is he handed his presidency over to Fauci and Birx. I don't fault him for trying to flatten the curve, or slow the spread at first. I don't fault him for Operation Warp Speed. I do, however, fault him for being slow to adjust. He waited too long to bring in Scott Atlas and other voices of reason. Then when he did bring them in, he didn't listen to them. He didn't pay attention to the successes in Florida and Texas, and he even scolded Georgia for opening back up. He made poor personnel decisions, and he trusted the wrong people. He gave into, and he played into, the fear. It cost him his presidency. Now, to this day, he's still making bonehead statements, decisions, and endorsements. After all we know about COVID-19 and these uh, vaccines, he's still out there boasting about the vaccines and, and pushing you to get boosted. Stop it. A quick side note, if you aren't vaccinated, congratulations, keep it that way. If you are single, double, triple, or quadruple vaxxed, get out while you still can. Trump has made several confusing endorsements of rhinos, like in Tennessee where he endorsed Morgan Ortegas over Robbie Starbuck. Now Candace Owens, Madison Cawthorn, and Marjorie Taylor Greene all have countered that endorsement because she is not the right pick. Now, with all that being said, Trump is more than just a one-term president. He's a movement. The MAGA movement changed the political makeup of the United States. It has inspired many true patriotic conservatives to take on the rhinos in primaries and also take on the woke mob at school board meetings and and county commissioner meetings and, and city council meetings. He gave a voice to regular people. He is a billionaire, but he is one of us. Now, the world would be in much better shape if he was still president, but it is time to move on. Donald Trump will be 78 in January of 2025 when the next inauguration takes place. Now, he's not Joe Biden, but have we not learned yet that 78-year-olds should not be running the country? Donald Trump had a great four years, and if he's a nominee, I'll vote for him. But America, we can do better. There is a clear answer, and he is the governor of Florida. Ron DeSantis has been a stud on every issue from the economy to COVID mandates. He is a younger version of Trump with the ability to articulate policy the way Trump never could. He also battles the fake news as good or better than Trump. I think that 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 also comes from his ability to truly articulate the reasons why they are fake, how they are lying. And what is actually true? Florida is a microcosm of the country. It's not a Republican haven. He barely defeated a Democratic crackhead, literal crackhead, in the last election. But his popularity in Florida has soared because his policies work. And he fights for his people. He is everything you love about Trump without the damaged baggage. Trump, thank you for starting this movement, but it's time to move on. Be the kingmaker, endorse true conservative constitutionalists, hold rallies, fire up the base, and submit your legacy. Parents have been fighting the COVID tyranny in schools by themselves in North Carolina. Republicans hung us out to dry. The North Carolina General Assembly passed a law early in the pandemic that repealed an earlier law that made mask wearing in public illegal. That's fine. It had a time limit and was set to expire in August of 2020. Then the General Assembly passed another law that made it permanent. They did this before the first one ran out. Now, this gave Governor Cooper and Mandy Cohen free reign to mask North Carolinians permanently. Free reign to mask our kids in schools. It gave weak Republican school boards and woke Democratic school boards an out, a cover to muzzle your kids. Blame Cooper Blame your school board, blame your health department, but blame North Carolina Republicans too. They could have easily made it legal to wear masks for those that chose to, and also make it illegal to force someone else to wear a mask when they choose not to. They didn't do that because this is what they wanted. So parents fall back against the tyrants in their districts. It woke something up in regular people. Republican Leaders sat on the sideline. Now they are fighting to unmask our kids. They're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. Well, I call BS. Tim Moore and other General Assembly Republicans are just plain politics. They passed the Free the Smiles Act, which Cooper vetoed last week. Well, thanks. You're only about two years late. Do not let Republicans try to take credit for what parents did. Hold them accountable for two years of inaction. Hold them accountable for two years of silence. Make them answer for two years of ignoring their constituents. And if they were in the General Assembly in 2020 when they gave Cooper unlimited COVID power, make them answer for how they voted. Primaries are right around the corner and now is the time to act. This is where change happens. We must have conservative constitutionalists in the General Assembly. If your house representative or senator voted in favor of Senate Bill 232 in the 2019-2020 session and then remained silent about it or blamed Cooper for it, they need to go home. And it's your job to make sure they do. It's time to clean house. Okay, on a, a bit of a lighter note, I guess, um, you know, I really had to take a clown pill on Tuesday night to watch the State of the Union address. But these are some of the things these are some of the things that I learned. Or and most of these are I guess paraphrasing the president, but um this is basically what he said the other night. So listen, I know you guys are struggling living paycheck to paycheck, but uh with the rising cost of gas and, and food and junk, um, but 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 come on, man. I, I passed the American Rescue Plan a year ago and it, it worked it worked it worked another thing um you know just just need to weather strip your home just make things you know if you're a business so if you're a business just make things uh cheaper and charge less for them and um and pay your employees more yeah and also um the smartest man i know he told me that uh his name's hunter and he told me that pills are great. So I ordered more pills than anyone ever. I love pills. Also, over the past, we've gotten better at detecting variants. That's right. I said over the past, we've gotten better at detecting variants. The other the other thing to be clear on is you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a vaccine. Also, another key takeaway from, from the State of the Union is uh, that guns in Ukraine are good. And guns in America are bad. Uh, it's it's courageous and heroic for Ukrainians to be taking up arms and fighting the Russians. But uh, deer, deer aren't wearing bulletproof vests, so I don't know why you need 100 rounds. Right. Um, also, we need to stop doctors from prescribing treatments. That's another key thing. Yeah, again, um, those are the key takeaways that I had from the State of the Union address. I don't know if you had anything better to take away from that. But uh, again, but yeah, the clown pill definitely helped to get through uh, get through the State of the Union without um, trying to eat a bullet. Again, thank you for listening to Carolina Conservative. Check me out on social media. All my links are in the description. And um, make sure you follow me on my Facebook page. And if, if you like the show, please like, rate, review us on whatever platform that you decide to listen to us on. Thanks. If you made it this far into the show, I'm hoping you liked it. If that's the case, please do me a favor and like, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also, be sure to find me on social media. My links are in the description. Thank you for listening. God bless you, and God bless America.